0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. This is a conversation between myself and Frederick Leclerc from the band Sinsanium. Sinsanium have two shows in Australia in November 2018. That is on Thursday the 8th of November in Sydney and Saturday the 10th of November in Melbourne. We also talk a lot about the brand new album from Sinsanium. It's an outstanding affair as you'll hear through the conversation. I'm really taken with this death metal masterpiece. Repulsion for humanity is the name of the album. Let's hear what Frederick has to say about all of that. Here we go.
1: Can you two hear each other I think so yes Opening.
0: indeed yep
1: hello yes, it works.
0: Hey, Fred. thanks very much for that. Hey, Fred. Hello. How are you?
1: yeah I'm good. How are you doing
0: yeah good what what time is it over there where you are
1: uh ten forty a m
0: Ah, too early, mate. It's not a rock and roll time, is it?
1: (laughs) It it is not. (laughs) But uh, I mean, I I have to wake up very early because the weather is horrible. Uh, uh, um, It's very, very hot in Europe at the moment. So uh, I I wake up by default. It's not that I want to, but I have to wake up very early because I'm all sweaty and and whatnot. But right now, right now, it's actually fine. So just touch, you know, touching wood or something. It's very fine, and the windows are open so i am all ready to talk
0: about death metal with you and excellent okay well mate i'll, I'll get stuck into it uh you're bringing all right since down here for two performances which is a question unto itself i must say because it's not your fault mate at all but I, I simply you're the second or third internationally renowned artist that i've spoken to this week who's only coming to australia for two shows where there's so many more Markets here that beckon for you guys to perform, for example, I'm in Queensland and you're not playing up here, which is a real shame because i'm mm-hmm. re- I'm really taken with repulsion for humanity. but I'll get to that in a sec. so my first question will be tell right. us tell us about the show you're bringing down for those in Sydney and Melbourne
1: um, well I mean uh, it's a, it's a question i it's hard for me to understand because we we haven't been touring yet, we never played together. Mm. um so this is gonna be this is gonna be a first for you guys and for us as well i mean we start uh a, a month before that so actually we, we should be good by now no um we we wanted to do for the for the first album and that didn't happen mm-hmm. uh but uh but we managed to uh you know to to get matching calendars uh for this run so uh what we're going to do basically is just we're going to rehearse uh, in September and then we're going to start with Europe, then do Russia uh, and then make our way uh, down to you guys. And uh, I don't I don't think we're going to, you know, do like large productions and whatnot because we want to let the music do the talking, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, we've been doing the uh, touring for, for a long time now and uh yeah, we really want to concentrate on the music because we think it's strong enough. So uh, just b- because we and we we know exactly what to do on stage. So I think this is just going to be a very entertaining. Uh, even though this is death metal, so I shouldn't be using the word entertaining, perhaps. <laughs> 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 it works you know, for we, me. You, yeah. You know what? I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I just wanna. We want to do something like raw, energetic, just like just like the music. I don't think we want to do like theatrical, because it doesn't have, it would have, would have been good for the first album because it had like interludes and that was more atmospheric perhaps. But the new album is very much in your face. So uh, I guess mm. the, the, the stage performance has to capture that sort of raw energy.
0: Okay so what I was alluding to a moment ago was that um Sydney and Melbourne are indeed Australia's biggest markets there's no two ways about that so you're certainly playing in the two right places mm-hmm. but um yeah is it is it scheduling that means that you've only got the two shows in Australia or was that just what was offered from the promoter
1: Uh I mean I don't I mean it's it's a
0: bit of both
1: you know we try to we try to please everyone but uh, cuz I mean that what what is funny is like uh, Australia our Australian fans are the ones that have been complaining the most since mm. we announced the gigs. Because, for example, say Japan, we're only playing Tokyo. And uh, we could also be doing uh-huh. Osaka, Nagoya. Yeah. Uh, in France, in France, we're not doing certain cities, in, in UK, we're only doing London. Just because we're doing a short run. And, uh, yeah, indeed, that's uh, the, the schedule because everybody's busy and we're trying to make it happen as much as possible. But yeah, unfortunately, we're not doing Brisbane, Adelaide, Canberra. And, you know, these, these are Perth. These are cities I've played with, uh, with Bangalore that Joey's been doing with Sleep mm-hmm. sure, Not, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, we only, uh, the, the, the schedule together with the booking agent. I mean, I'm, I am not choosing the cities. We are not. We, we are being offered, uh, according to the schedule, the time frame that we have,
0: sure. we are yep. being
1: offered uh, cities, And uh, yeah, and I saw CD Melbourne and I was like, sweet, we're doing two shows in Australia, that's great. And then I saw on internet, ah, oh, this is not Australia, mate. There's more <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to get a bit of that. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, it's funny because it's really just you guys uh, in Australia that's been complaining that we don't. I mean, no. I mean, there's been a few as well in London. Just like, oh, why don't you come fucking, you know, up north and blah blah. And I'm like, well, we make our way all the way to fucking, you know, UK. So you can make mm. 200 kilometers down to see us. And I guess it's the same with Australia, even though it's it's very big enough. I do apologize. Like, trust me, if it was just up to the band, we would come and play you know, like I said, Brisbane, Adelaide, I love the cities. Uh but uh yeah, this is just this is just the way it is. And I I, I don't know if it's the promoter's fault as well. I don't think it's a matter of fault, it's just like everything falling into place at the at the right time because we have shows before and shows after. Maybe it was short notice as well. I don't know There's many factors that provide us from playing more cities, but uh, I mean if those two shows uh, do well then we will come back and, and do more. So, you know, it's it's up to uh it's up to the fans in those two cities to make it happen for the for
0: the, the next. There you go. Well, look, I've got to tell you, take it as a compliment that you've got such interest because it's not always like that. I've, I've, I've So, for example, when Prong came through town, who I love, Tommy Victor's an excellent guitarist, great musician. There are about 50 people here watching him. And, of course, I was one of them. But mm. there, there's a real demand for you here in Australia, and I get it. For the first time in years, now I'm going to hand you a really big compliment. I think Repulsion for Humanity has given Death Metal a really big kick up the backside. Now, I only got it today, okay? Now, uh, I, I reviewed the new Side album, which I don't like that much. I think those guys have probably had their day and a lot of old and tired yeah. ideas, and they're trying to recapture their 90s sound with Legion and Once Upon the Cross, and I yeah. think that they might have had their day. Glenn's voice, I think, is a bit shot too, just between you and I and anybody else that's going to listen to the podcast episode. But Repulsion from <laughs> Humanity, mate, i tell you something. It is a brilliant death metal album. It is multi-layered. The guitar sound is the best guitar sound that I've heard since Morbid Angels elude to Venom and Now, I know that album got a panning, but the guitar sound on that album is just brilliant. But your guitar playing in particular, it's just stellar. The riff in Final Resolve is the best riff that I've heard since Obituary's. Don't I don't care, and you know that track, of course, okay. don't you? So, do you get a yeah, lot of yeah, lis- yeah, 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 yeah. do you get a lot of listeners commenting as enthusiastically as I am about your guitar playing? Because I'm a musician, I'm a guitarist and a bass player, and I'm really I'm, I'm curious to know how you how you evolved your technique because it's really quite something.
1: Well, thank you very much for the kind words. Um... Uh I don't know if people comment that much on the guitar playing because this is death metal and they mostly uh take it as a as a whole. So they don't really uh you know, particular I mean they're gonna they're gonna usually focus on, on Joey's drumming because he's the you know, he's he's oh, the yeah. most mm. known person in the band and I guess, you know, lots of reviews are evolving on that and I get it, you know, and he's an amazing drummer so that's great. So I don't think I don't really read a lot of good things no no bad things but no, not particularly good things on guitar uh the sound of guitar uh i've read that quite a bit for uh for repulsion because indeed that's something that we worked on i didn't want to have like a typical uh floridian death metal sound yes. even though i, I love mm-hmm. it but uh, i want i, I, I wanted that. to have like i wanted to, mm-hmm, i wanted to have like something more uh closer to uh pantera the great southern trend here that's a, that's what I had in mind. I wanted something very aggressive and maybe like more with more high end and middle range. I don't, I don't you know, I'm not like a, an expert in terms of sound. I was with uh, Francis Cast. Hmm. That's the guy who did the mix with us. And we were, you know, trying to define a sound and I was like, oh, I don't want to have that typical, you know, say Jason Tsukoff. I think that's where Disa has been recording the album. Uh, there's a lot of bands going uh, in his studio in Florida. And uh, I love the guy, and uh, he's doing an amazing job. But the problem is, like the, the all the productions kind of sound the, the same with a very big, fat, clean sound, and we wanted something more, yeah, raw and, and uh, aggressive. So that, that's that's why the, the the sound of guitar is uh, is a little different than uh, what comes out uh, nowadays. And I'm glad that you pick on that. And that's for the guitar playing, uh, I I uh, I've been playing guitar. Uh, that that's my main instrument. So people know me as a bass, bass player, player in the power yeah. Metal band. Hmm. But but uh, but I am I am a guitar player. So I've been always playing guitar, and I guess I you know I I grew up uh, learning all the riffs from I don't know Metallica, Motley Crue, Maiden, and uh, and then obviously like you know getting into Death Metal and Black Metal. I guess that's what makes my my sort of rethink, uh the the way it is now. It's it's a bit like. I guess learning from Mi'kmaq makes it like you know a,
0: bit mm, yeah. messy.
1: Uh, it's a good place to start <laughs> but, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, 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 So, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, and 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 to to be honest, the the I think it's less complicated and you know intricate that on the first album. The first album, I was really like, I wanted to show up and make it like a, a perfect death metal album. Ticking all the boxes of, uh, when I say perfect, I mean like in my books, because I love Bobby D'Angelo, Obituary, Carcass, Pestilence. No, I grew up with that, well, mm. Uh I grew up with uh, that 90s, uh, you know, uh, early 90s death yeah, scene. here. Yeah. And I wanted, yeah, 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 yeah. And I wanted to, to make an album that could have come out in ninety five or ninety six you know where it kind of stopped for me and that's that's where I wanted to take you know uh, things uh, I wanted to to make an album that could have yeah come out in 95, 96, but with you know nowadays production and uh, and uh, and obviously like you know with touches of black metal and whatnot yep. but for uh repulsion for humanity it's more a case of uh, i mean because I've, I've proved that on the first album and i've uh, accepted in the death metal genre, you know, if you will, for lack of a better word. Uh, then I was like relieved and I was just like, all right, now uh, we can do the what the fuck we want. We don't have anything to prove. People know that we are indeed death metal. So now there's less, uh, you know, formula to be followed. So that's why you have like long songs and uh, strange wrists here and there. So there was less, there was like more freedom in a way. So um uh, so, yeah, but I'm, I'm glad that you that you
0: like the album that much. I, I do, mate. I'm really, really taken with it. And believe me, it's not that I'm a hard marker, but I really got bored with death metal recently, particularly after Morbid Angel released that um, last album of theirs, Kingdom's Sustained. I was really hoping mm-hmm. Trey would step it up and release something that was just fucking Morbid Angel times 10, but he didn't. And I spoke Mm -hmm. to Steve Tucker about it and I didn't want to offend him because I think Steve's a fantastic human being and a wonderful interview subject, but the production is just terrible on the album and they they stuffed up a really big... or Trey specifically stuffed up an opportunity there, but I feel like you guys have taken it. Not intentionally, of course. You probably didn't realise it was there, but for anybody listening, because I host a podcast series and I'm going to release this as a podcast series, part of my podcast series, if that's Mm -hmm. okay... This is the death metal album mm-hmm. people have been waiting for for a long time. And I'm so glad you mentioned the mid-90s because I'm from the same school that you are. I grew up with Deicide, mm-hmm. Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse, Obituary, Um, At The Gates, you know, mm-hmm. all of the classics. And you, and, you mm-hmm. sound like you've, you've managed to distill the essence of all of those great bands that I just mentioned. And you've got it on one record. So it's all there. Finally, there's an album that has... All of these wonderful characteristics of all of the bands and the albums that I just mentioned, you know I could hear aspects of formulas fatal to the flesh from by morbid angel through it too you've done it yeah. you've actually done it, so if anybody well, out there wants to hear a great death metal album, here it is
1: well, thank you very much i guess I guess the the first one echoes of the torture that had that the, that sort of like i said you know elements of that as well but uh, mm. yeah i mean this is this is just very very honest because you know this is death metal, so it's very hard to. I mean, you, you can't you can't really like you know try to to make it like commercial or go here and there to please people because this is death metal at the end of the day, so it's meant to be like you know like evil and uh, and uh, and hard to perceive for people who don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is very uh, this is a very honest uh, you know we, we are very honest. I mean, it's just like it's a music that I love, and I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to make it as yeah, I guess the word is honest. So I'm I'm glad that like like because you were talking about Angel, mm. uh I feel the same as well because I was waiting for that new album. And I, you know, in my head, I had those glorious days of uh, you know, do, I mean, do, uh, bless, blessed Blessed Six or, yes. or, or mm. uh, a Covenant or even from Spattered to the Flesh. But I guess they went more for a sort of gateways to annihilation uh, vibe. And uh, indeed, the production is a bit like I don't know, like very being and not clear so you know but each to their own i mean they, they they went that way because that's what they want to do and they're doing they're doing great and i'm still a morbid angel fan 100 percent mm. that's Likewise, my favorite. yeah you know, little yeah so but uh but yeah i guess you know i i take more from uh their uh yeah blessed domestic um, or uh domination era that to me that's very like th- those are you know per- or per uh, Altars of madness those are perfect definitely uh, album, so I choose that direction, uh, and I guess well that that influenced me in the way that I'm writing stuff nowadays.
0: Hmm. Okay, well, I haven't got much time left. God, I wish I had an hour or two to talk to you because there's so many questions I'd like to ask you. One yeah. thing, one thing I noticed. So you played the bass on the album as well, didn't didn't you?
1: Uh Yes, I'm playing the bass on the album.
0: Now, because I'm a bass guitarist, I'm really curious about this. Now, I, tend, I don't play death metal. I tend to, because I play commercial music like funk, disco, like Kylie Minogue and Tina Arena and people like that. That's the sort of music that I play. I really tune into the bass <laughs> performance. I can hear it on a death metal album. Maybe there's only a couple of albums that you can really hear the bass properly. And I was listening with headphones on as so I was walking to pick up my car from a service. So I had some ambient noise going on around me, but I take it you used a five-string because I can hear almost everything that you're doing. And the question that I'll have for you is, is the bass guitar, because you are a bass guitarist as well as a guitarist, is it integral to the Sin uh, synum sound, the overall sound that you're trying to produce? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh,
1: I guess the fact that I've been in Dragon Force playing bass for like so many years and being frustrated more than once because people couldn't hear the bass mm-hmm. I sort of like you know <laughs> make sure that you can hear it in, say, in Good sustain on them you. Yeah. and uh, yeah 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 yeah. because I mean it's a I think it's a, it's a fantastic instrument that you know uh, I don't know here's an example from, for you know my, my mother loves music but she can't really understand what bass is doing you know when, and she knows music very well but I'm like okay so the bass is there and she's like I don't I don't really hear it I hear the guitar and I hear the drums and I'm like fuck you know that sucks because if you uh when you listen to i don't know disco music for example the bass is really there you know and it, so it makes sense but in the, exactly. in the metal yeah. it's always like in the back doing the root notes the, doing what uh guitar is doing and you know, yo so even though this is quite you know that uh, there with with cinema as well i mean we, we didn't like reinvent the 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 wheel or the seal or whatever you want to say but uh i I want to make sure that people can hear the bass, and when there are like uh you know room for uh, when there's room for uh, for bass line or something that makes sense, you know I'm trying to make that happen as much as possible so uh, mm. so yeah I'm glad well I guess because you're a bass player yourself probably yeah <laughs> but, definitely, well, that's, that's you why I tune in that. yeah
0: yeah, and I can hear it I yeah, can yeah. just yeah i I'll, I'll make this my last point because I know you've got to go to the next one but. You know, you've got to be handed these compliments and I hope journalists, indie journalists and anybody else that's talking doesn't focus on the whole Joey Jordison being a part of the band because that's not really important. I didn't even notice that he was a part of the band. The work that you've done here is simply outstanding. It's one of the performances of the last 10 years that I'm listening to. I don't hand out these compliments lightly, by the way. I'm just so impressed with what you've Mm. done and the execution of everything. You strike me as the bloke that every single thing you set out to achieve on this album, you nailed
1: well thank you very much i don't i know <laughs> it's, uh, it's always like you know when when you hear criticism like bad things i guess it's easier to come back but when it's like compliments like this i'm like uh, oh thank you very much so i don't i don't really know what to say but apart from thank you very much it means a lot to me that you know when people appreciate uh you know what what you're doing and uh and yeah so i mean i yeah, lack of words. Usually, I know what to say, but thank you, thank you very much. That's no, my very pleasure. Kind of, uh, yeah, look, just keep lot. on, just keep on yeah. doing
0: what you're doing, mate. And hopefully, our paths cross in the future, and I get to spend more time interviewing you because you're you're a great interview subject. You're producing great music, so please keep on doing what you're doing, as I'm sure you will.
1: Thank you, thank you very much. And if you can make your way to uh, Sydney or Melbourne, uh, where, where are you exactly?
0: Brisbane in Queensland, yeah, up north, yeah.
1: Oh, Brisbane. Yep. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, ah, yeah, well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, try to come to one of the shows. I mean, if you if you make it to the show, i put you on the list, so at least you don't have to pay for the ticket.
0: Oh, mate, it's very kind. Yeah, if I can get down, mate, I definitely will. Yeah, no I've got kids, you see, so it's very hard and working and kids and stuff, and I'm studying as well. It's very hard to yeah. sort of get out and do these things. But, look, I'll, I'll definitely try. But, mate, thank you so much for the interview and all the best.
1: Thank you very much. You have a nice day, and uh, yeah, hopefully will speak to you soon. And like I said, let, let us
0: know if you come to one of the shows and we'll make it happen, we'll make it worth the, the time and travel. Okay. That's very kind of you, Fred. I really appreciate that, mate. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. That was a conversation between myself and Frederick Leclerc from the band Sinsanium and also Dragonforce. Thank you so much for listening.